kindness. We see it all around us. We see it when someone pays for someone else's coffee or holds the door open for another person. We see it in the smallest of gestures, like a smile or a kind word. But it's different when we turn on the news or social media. Oftentimes, what we hear about, what outlets are pushing, is the opposite of kind. Welcome to the Kindness Matters Podcast. Our goal is to give you a place to relax, to revel in stories of people who have received or given kindness, a place to inspire and motivate each and every one of us to practice kindness every day. Hello and welcome to the Kindness Matters Podcast. I'm enunciating. My, uh, I am your host, Mike Rathbun, and my guest today is an international life coach and yoga instructor. Uh, she is a passionate solopreneur, a breast cancer survivor, a world traveler, free spirit, and loving wife. Welcome to the show, Christine Manko-Peterson. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad to be here. That's awesome. Yes, and I'm so very happy and honored to have you here, Christine. Um, so, Christine, talk to us about... Uh, so it's very beginning of 2020. You mm-hmm. have a great corporate job. You have a, a fiance, and you're getting ready to move from Germany mm-hmm. to the United States to to be with your fiance. And what? What I happened? always say, <laughs> I always say, life happened. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 2020. Everything happened for all of us. COVID happened. That was the first thing. Um, So, but that was not the scariest thing because right after the lockdown, shutdown, everything came to a pause. I was actually diagnosed with breast cancer. So, yeah, that was it. So, oh boy. mm -hmm. COVID wasn't my biggest problem, I always said. So it was a problem, just not the problem. Exactly. So I said, like, COVID can get in line. I have other things to deal with. <laughs> exactly. So I was in Germany. COVID was um, shutting the world down. Sure. Um, my fiance was in the States. So he was not with me and he was uh, apparently not able to join because he, like, the world just shut down and it was like, the total shutdown, no flights in and out, um, like everything was in a standstill. And we didn't also know when everything is going to come back. So yeah, there was me with the diagnose, um, trying to figure things out. And uh, yeah, so I had to go through the whole process, everything included, like surgery, chemotherapy, radiation, oh my hormone therapy, all of that. Basically, well, not by yourself, though. I mean, it would have been nice if he could have been there, but you were not alone, correct? Exactly, exactly. So I was living in Munich, Germany by that time. Um, And I have to say, I had a great network of family and friends around me. Um, So talking about kindness, (laughs) um, that was like my experience of, yeah, receiving unconditional kindness. And um, as I said earlier in our introduction, that was actually one of my biggest struggles because I was so used to do it all by myself. Like 
we always joked afterwards, like no more superwoman. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I was so used to have my plan, be in control, have everything set up till I got that message and everything crumbled apart, so to say. And then was it, I mean, so you're, you're saying it was not easy to accept that kindness because you, I mean, you've been doing it yourself and doing it for yourself for so long. And it wasn't that you necessarily, well, you did need that kindness, obviously. Exactly. And it, it took me a little bit. So it started all like with work, coworkers, bosses, everyone was like so shocked and everyone really really helped me worked with me um and also my friends and family everyone stepped in everyone offered help it, it just got to a point where I said like okay I'll have to line it up like I need someone at this point I need someone at that point I need this stuff done and that stuff done but I can still handle this and that myself so also coming from a point where I said like okay I'm not I'm not like bound to the bed or anything. I can, I still have my faces where I can take care right. of myself. So still, I, I'm sure I was a little bit of a pain for everyone who wanted to help me. <laughs> and I had like really struggles to accept the help, like to sit on the sofa while someone else was vacuuming my home or sit on the sofa while someone else was cooking for me. Um, or that can be hard for some people. And exactly. I, I would imagine, yeah, for, I mean, I don't know you that well, but I can imagine just from us talking, that must have driven you nuts. Exactly. I mean, it's like you, you are in this, you know, you can do it, but actually it's also nice if you don't have to do it. Um, and it's also very nice to like, yeah, to have someone else doing it for one. And um, I told you earlier, I was I I call myself a recovering people pleaser because I'm I was so used to give like even if I was given more than I had like more energy I had like going over my own boundaries you know so um, I was so used to that which obviously after doing a little bit of soul search this is also something where you empty your cup you know like where you're not taking care of yourself right and. I had this like epiphany while I had to make a couple major decisions um, for the treatments and stuff where I got that message um, that I have to take care of myself first and that it's okay to accept. It's okay to receive. And um, I guess from then on, I was like seeing that kindness can be unconditionally that kindness doesn't have to go with you have to earn it or you have to give it back you know like at one point you're like how the heck can I ever give this back to every single person right for sure wow um but then you use that epiphany mm -hmm. yes so as I said, like I, I started, I mean, I had a lot of time, like every time I went shopping or I went out and people were in a rush and I felt like, okay, my life, even COVID slowed everything down, but I felt like my life was so slowed down. And I always said, like, I feel like I'm the slowest person in the world. Um, but I, I always said like, oh, go ahead. Like, 
you know, at the cashier or if anyone was rushing around me, I said, like, go ahead. All I have is time, you know? So. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I figured, so it sounds like a little bit of a piece washed over you or. Exactly. So I had so much time by myself. I mean, in the meanwhile, um, like coming back to the intro story in the meantime, like halfway through my treatments, my husband finally got to join me. And that was also the part where, where the treatment got like harder on me, on my body. And it was harder to recover between chemotherapy sessions and stuff like that. So I had a lot of time to sit around and think and just be with myself. Um, and I realized that, I, I just want to give back, you know, like I thought like I cannot keep doing what I did, like living this high speed accelerated life off just also giving a lot, but not filling up my cup. And we talked earlier when you said you had that wonderful guest who was talking about filling your cup first. Yes. And I always wondered like when, when they said that, um, in the airplanes, when they say like, put your oxygen mask on first, I always thought like, Oh, you know, like that really got me thinking, but no, I have to save somebody else first. Exactly. No. Like, exactly. So I decided to turn my life around. I quit corporate or better say, like I changed the way how I want to work with corporate. And, um, I'm now a life coach and yoga teacher. So I did my yoga teacher training before I got sick. I had that. I just never really used it too much just for friends and family, but I've been traveling so much before. So now I'm, um, yeah, I, I use that for my professional own business. Um, I founded my life coaching business and um, uh, include my yoga in it because now I want to empower women to um, grow their resilience and their confidence so they can make the changes in their life they're aiming for. And I just want to empower people to, to do fulfill their purpose, you know? Maybe this is how you're paying back all the kindness that you received. Exactly. exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so what's the name? Is it, what's the name of your business? Is it, Christine Peterson. Um, so, um, I call it mindful coaching and training. Um, my brand is Chris with my maiden name still. So Christine Manko, uh, mindful coaching and training. And, um, yes, I call myself and confidence and resilience coach. That's perfect because I, I have never done yoga. Mm -hmm. I'm not as young <laughs> and nimble as I used to be. And I see some of these poses and I'm just like, I might get into that position, but I'll never get out, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but, and I, talk to me, how does, how does yoga work for a person? Does it refocus? Does it just help you to be more mindful? So, and that's what I love about yoga because yoga is for everyone and yoga is, not just a workout. We always say yoga is a work in because you work in yourself, with yourself, with, with your abilities and your body is your teacher. So, um, there's so many different ways of yoga, you know, so, um, you can just sit still and be with yourself. 
that's actually the corpse pose where you just lay down flat on your back is the hardest pose of all of them because you're I was just going to say that sounds like something I could totally do. Yes, so physically you would be totally capable, but shutting off your mind from like that little rat race you have going on, that's the hardest part. Yeah, that would be the really hard part for me because my mind never shuts up. Exactly. So, and yoga is not just about physical asanas. It's it's a path for me it is. So, it's also it brought me back to my spirituality. It, it it's my greatest teacher, you know, like it's about balancing, aligning, focusing, finding your middle, you know, all all that stuff, and you can use it for everything. So it's it's also about resilience. Wow, that's awesome. So when you talk about um, resilience mm-hmm. in in your teaching, in your coaching. Mm-hmm. What what exactly does that mean? I mean, is that the ability to recover or not not even experience? Mm-hmm. So I guess it would be great if we would never experience adversity, right? That would be awesome. But that's not life. And um, I mean, in in theory, you would say like it's the capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulties. Um, also if you, I don't know, if you talk it like, like in a more general aspect, it's the ability to spring back into shape so you can separate it. Like the way I work with it is I work on physical, mental, and emotional resilience because physically, sure, you have your bandwidth of abilities, um, you have, but also if, for example, you go through a treatment, like stuff you would never think that your body has to handle that at one point. You know, you get to know your body, like how much can you handle? And if you use yoga, you'll, as exactly what you said before, maybe you'll get in that pose, but it's not, it's not healthy for you anymore. So it's like figuring oh. out how much is good for you. And we also always say it's great to f- feel your discomfort and maybe like sit with it, but don't do it like to a a place where it hurts. Like discomfort is okay, but pain is not. So that's the part where you can use yoga for your physical resilience, you know? Awesome. And you always have your body as your greatest teacher. You know how much you're capable to do. You'll feel your boundaries. How much are you able to give a little bit more, but use the measurement of pain versus discomfort if you like want to go a little bit deeper or not. Okay. Awesome. And the same goes for emotional and mental for sure. So emotional, how much can you handle emotionally? When is the point where you explode or where you shut down or where you like are just overwhelmed, no matter like fight or flight, you know, like, right. Can you give me an example of something like that? Um, yeah, let's say, um, what I said before, like if you're emotionally able to handle a couple things, but then you're, you're getting like so overwhelmed that you're just like a little trigger will just like get you through the roof, you know? So it's like, you can handle a lot of these little things and you're like, okay, this feels uncomfortable, like emotionally feels uncomfortable, but well, I can suck it up. 
I can suck it up till the last drip comes and you're like, okay. all right, enough is enough. I'm done. Yeah. And there, yeah. and that's also a thing which you can learn in, in coaching or resilience, um, emotional resilience, like where, where are your limits? What triggers you or who triggers you? You know, like if you figure out your emotions or if you have suppressed your emotions for such a long time, then it just needs a little trigger and it'll all spill out. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's not necessarily a bad thing for it to all exactly. spill out. And that's also another thing. Emotions aren't bad or good in general. I mean, sure, no one of us wants to have bad emotions, but they're there too. That's the sure. balance of life. You know, like you always have light and dark and yin and yang. part of who we are. Exactly. Wow. That's awesome. Um, so now talk to me about your, your 90 day coaching program. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I, I read that and I read 90 days and I'm like, well, that doesn't seem that I'm like, Wait, that's three months. Exactly. Yes. And that's also because we say a real change happens in 90 days. You can create habits and routines within 21 days if you keep like doing it on a regular basis. But like a real change, a real transformation needs time. So okay. um, my, my program is called Rise Up, um, your six-step pathway. Um, to reset, recalibrate, and rise. So um, you'll need that time in order to like build up your transformation. And we start with like releasing, um, uh, sorry, with balancing and calming the nervous system because change cannot happen in a fight or flight uh, state of mind. You know, True. like that's just pure survival. So if we balance the nervous system, which sometimes people have like a total unbalanced system, like all their life, you know, like they always have this, this um, subconscious stress they, they don't even know about. So um, we'll make sure we balance the body out that that happens within the first and two sessions and, and the time in between you always get some homework and you have to do your work um, in between. And then we get to the place where we say like, all right, um, now we, we're in a state where we're calm and able to, um, able to um, receive. Then we also need to release what doesn't serve us anymore. What we, what we want to leave behind. So we make space for transformation. Um, and then we go ahead and set up our goals. Like where do we want to be? Like, or where, where does the coachee want to be? Like at the end of this whole um, process. Um, sure. And then we work towards these goals to implement certain habits and routines and, and always look back. What is there again, what we need to release? What is always like sneaking back up, you know, like these little, habits in your mind that which you created all your life and which you have to let go so it's it's a constant process of work you're doing i could see where yeah creating and because all of us have habits as you say and we've been working with them for so long they're just kind of second nature to us but they're they can be detrimental to moving forward or moving you know moving exactly. forward I lost my words. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, that would be. I would 
That would be very interesting. I would love to see what my little habits are that I do that are not even conscious to me. Exactly. And that's that's why also such a big part of um, my program, I mean, I work with resilience and confidence and they actually go hand in hand because if you're confident that you have the abilities to withstand that like change, and I mean, every change brings uncertainty, brings scares and fears and like you you're stepping into an unknown or you got thrown into the unknown which happened to me you're sitting there and you're like all right your whole life is washed off but you have this void to fill like how do I manage to put one step in front of another so and if you have the confidence and confidence also starts with self-awareness like just knowing um, knowing yourself, knowing your abilities and have like a mindset based on self-concept, self-efficiency, self-esteem and self-regards. Um, there's there's a, like a, a nice quote, which I read in Forbes. Um, it just says whatever it just said, like confidence is a mindset based on self-concept, self-efficiency, self-esteem, self-regards. And you should deliberately focus on building these weekly, like work on yourself. I read that on your website, and I'm really glad you quoted that because that is a very powerful quote. Um, And so, yeah, that's so. Would you say that your all of the horrible experiences that you had in 2020 informed what you do now? For sure, yes, for sure. I mean, I always had this. this feeling that I wanted to do something by myself, like be my own boss or do something like of higher purpose, you know, like everyone has this like striving, like, okay, what am I going to do with my life? And um, it's, it was just like always my dream to be self-determined, have my own, own um, life passion And I mean, I was always, um, I studied business psychology. So I was always interested in the work of um, like personality development and lifelong learning. And I'm, I'm a super nerd when it comes to psychology, philosophy, like spirituality, all that fun stuff. I'd like to dive deep and just to explore and see what, what it is all about. So for sure that, at least like that gave me the time that gave me also the, the calm to think about stuff I would have never thought about, like in that busy life um, I had. So yeah. And, and what I said earlier, like receiving all this kindness and love and feeling that and to feel loved is like, how can I just spread that with the world and just make this world a better place? You know, I mean, it sounds maybe cheesy or people no. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it, I think that's, and I think a lot of people feel that way sometimes, you know, you, you, you take all of this, this love and kindness in, and I think it's really natural to go, okay, how can I use my tools, mm-hmm. my skills to give some of that back? Exactly, and, and I, I, I think, I think that's exactly what you've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and well I mean, done, you. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. But 
I think purpose is such like a, such a big word, you know, like everyone is looking for their life purpose, for their soul plan, like what am I here to do? And I just realized you can put yourself under a lot of stress too. Like, how do I make this a business? How can I start living off that? Or how, because some people have their hobbies and still have their job and not everyone wants to quit their job <laughs> and um, just do their own thing. You know, like that's not everyone is able to do that. So right. I figured out like in that time, I told you I had a lot of epiphanies. So, and <laughs> I figured out my purpose is to live my life to the fullest and enjoy every second of it. So, and how do I do that better? Like, except of having my, living my passion, living my own, own um, business and be the authentic self I'm here to be. Plus you get to teach other people, women primarily, mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. How to do that as well. Exactly. Exactly. That's That seems perfect. Yeah. Really. I mean, because I, you're not alone. You know you're not alone in, in feeling mm -hmm. that you want that. And and so what could be more perfect than doing it for yourself mm -hmm. and teaching others how to do it? Exactly. That's awesome. And I'm so grateful for the work I, I'm allowed to do in this world. I can share with the world. Well, Christine, I thank you so much for being with me today. I really, really, really appreciate the gift of your time. Um, thank you, too. Your website link and your Instagram mm -hmm. link, they'll all be in the show notes, and mm -hmm. as well as your, your LinkedIn your LinkedIn link. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah. It'll all be in there, and uh, I, I wish you the absolute best of luck going forward. Thank you. You, uh, thank you. you deserve everything you're getting for yourself. Thank you. Yeah, it was a pleasure being on your podcast. Thanks for having me. You're very, very welcome. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Can you even imagine being ready to go start a new life in another country and COVID happens and then you're diagnosed with breast cancer or any kind of cancer for that matter? Can you imagine that and all of the help and support, even for those of us who are self-described do-it-allers, do-it-myselfers, what have you, the, the, the support and help that you would need and the kindness that would be shown to you from those people. It's amazing. I, I am so inspired by Christine, and I absolutely adored having her on the show today. Um, again, all of her information will be available in the show notes, and we will be back again next week. But in the meantime, be that person who roots for others, who tells a stranger they look amazing, and encourages others to believe in themselves and their dreams. You have been listening to the Kindness Matters podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rathbun. Have a fantastic week.